Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. The Bible is the inspired Word of God. It's meant to be read and studied continually because it's living and active. Pastor J.D. implores us today to be in the Word. That's the only way we'll be able to stand up under lies and deception from the enemy. This is so important now in our current cultural climate. Cling to God. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on April 18th, 2021. Tough stuff today. You're looking at me like, when is it not? Um, I need to talk with you today about the satanic propaganda prevalent today, which I would humbly suggest is being met with an astonishing success. So I want to start with a definition. I think it's incumbent upon me to first take just a moment and provide a brief definition of what propaganda is. And in order to do that, we'll go to Britannica. Britannica defines it as the dissemination of information, arguments, rumors, half-truths, or lies to influence public opinion. Propaganda is the more or less systematic effort to manipulate other people's beliefs, attitudes, or actions by means of symbols, words, music, insignia, and so forth. Propagandists deliberately select arguments and present them in ways they think will have the most effect. They may omit or distort pertinent facts or simply lie. And they may try to divert the attention of the people they are trying to sway from everything but their own propaganda. Now, the reason I sense that the Lord would have me to address this is because it seems many are falling prey to this propaganda today. They are agreeing with 
and acquiescing to constant and incessant pressure, or worse yet, threats. I'll take it a step further and suggest that some are falling prey to this satanic propaganda due to their being paid to, and as such, even bribed to. And what's interesting is in Matthew's gospel account, we actually see an example of this satanic propaganda to cover up the truth of Christ's resurrection. And we're told that the authorities bribed the soldiers with large sums of money to spread the propaganda that the disciples had stolen Jesus' body. I want to read verses 12 through 15, Matthew 28. When the chief priests had met with the elders and devised a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money, telling them, you are to say, his disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were asleep. If this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. Translated, you won't be killed. This was a threat of death, and they knew it. So the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story slash propaganda has been widely circulated among the Jews to this very day. Fast forward well nigh 2,000 years, and what you'll find is that said propaganda is alive and well today. And this by virtue of how it's been repackaged, reimagined, and reset, if you will. And by that I mean, instead of the propaganda being spread about the Savior of the world, (laughs) this repackaged propaganda is about a different Savior for the world. By way of a technology metaphor, It's like Satan has all these apps on his devices. And the one he likes to use the most, his favorite, is the propaganda app. And when he opens this propaganda app, it spreads like a virus, pun intended, which then gains control, corrupts, and destroys like a computer virus. After all, Satan's sole goal is to steal, kill, and destroy as the author of confusion, the accuser of the brethren, and the father of lies. In John's Gospel, chapter 8, we have an interesting account 
of the scribes and Pharisees accusing Jesus of what he was saying and spreading not being true. Jesus, knowing that instead of believing him, they were planning on killing him, responds in verses 43 through 45. Listen to what he says. Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet, because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. The question becomes one of why. Why did they not understand him and believe him? And the answer Jesus gives is, that they only understood the language of the devil, which is the language of lies. In other words, Jesus was speaking in a foreign language called truth. And the only language they knew was their native language of lies. And the reason they did not know the language of truth is because of the aforementioned app, propaganda app, as it were, that had corrupted the hard drive of their minds. When this happens, the only remedy (laughs) is to reinstall new files and renew your mind with the Word of God the word of truth, the language of truth. While I realize this might sound like a play on words, there's a difference between being brainwashed and having a washed brain. And I'll explain. Actually, I'm going to let the Apostle Paul explain. He explains this in Romans 12, 2. He says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Notice the contrast between conforming and transforming, and also the contrast between worldly and godly. Now why do I point that out? Because instead of being conformed to the worldly ways of thinking, we can be transformed 
to a renewed godly way of thinking. We need to wash our brains that have been brainwashed by the world and the propaganda of the world, the thinking of the world, the ways of the world. It's then that our renewed and washed mind is now enabled, activated, and it can now test and prove true God's will, God's Word, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. Let me say the same thing in a different way. Unless and until we are transformed and our minds renewed by the Word of God, we will never be able to discern and test the spirits. Is this of God? I don't know. You can know. You can test it. You can prove it. But unless and until your mind is renewed and cleansed with the water of God's Word, you have no hope of being able to test, prove, discern. To me, this comports with what Paul writes two chapters prior about renewing the mind vis-a-vis hearing the Word. You know this verse well, Romans ten seventeen. So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Interesting he would say that that way. You would think he would just simply say, so then faith comes by hearing the Word of God. But he doesn't say that. He says, so then faith comes by hearing. And then he qualifies it and specifies it, saying, and hearing by the Word of God. Did you catch that? In other words, (laughs) faith comes by hearing. What you're hearing is what you're going to put your faith in. That's why he has to qualify it. That's how faith comes, is by hearing. But hearing the Word of God, not the world, the Word. I'll I'll speak for myself. One of the things the Holy Spirit has been convicting me of is the voices that I'm listening to. Who am I listening to? Because there's a lot of voices clamoring for our attention. Would you agree? The conviction comes when I realize, you know, I listened to the news reports more than I listened to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. No wonder. No wonder I have no peace. No wonder I'm full of anxiety. No wonder I'm full of fear. Here's the truth. We're either hearing and believing the truth of God's Word, or we're hearing and believing the lies of this world. It's one or the other. 
a man by the name of Joseph Gables, who was the Nazi minister of propaganda, said it this way. Listen to this. If you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. One need look no further than to the demonic devastation and destruction that ensued during the Holocaust under the banner of propaganda. I watched a three-hour documentary, you know, just to help me sleep. (laughs) It was about Hitler's propaganda machine. I want to share with you some very interesting quotes. And as I do, I want you to just, by the Holy Spirit, try and Listen to this through the lens of what is happening today. Okay? All right. You ready? Hitler had a deep understanding of how to effectively use propaganda. In the 1920s, he used these skills relying heavily on words, images, and symbolism to define the struggle against the traitors and enemies within their own country. The popular view was that the Allied forces had won the First World War through their superior use of propaganda. This is what Hitler attributed it to. There had to be some kind of magic which the British and Americans naturally used to destroy their great invincible army. It could not be by military means, and the particular necromancy Hitler identified was propaganda. Suddenly it was the new thing. It was the happy pill. It was the hypodermic syringe, what, which would transform everything. It's not until the humiliation of the defeat in the First World War of 1918 that Hitler arouses himself to think, there's a way out of this. There's a way I can make Germany great again. People will believe what you tell them if you tell them in a strong enough way. He introduces the idea of the big lie. If you tell a small one, they might dismiss it. Tell a big lie, and people will believe it. And tell that lie in a big way. Mein Kampf. German for my struggle, functions both as a work of propaganda and a blueprint for Hitler's understanding of how to use propaganda 
as a tool for mass manipulation. He talked about repeating, repeating, repeating your message until you have no resistance left in your audience. You have to develop an image of your enemy as dangerous, almost subhuman, and you exaggerate your message massively. Dare I say that this is exactly what's happening today? And if you'll kindly allow me to, I'd like to explain both why it is and how it is. What if I told you the image of the enemy from within being dangerous as a traitor back then are actually the COVID-19 vaccine refusers now? What if I also told you that this massively exaggerated propaganda tool for mass manipulation back then is all about getting people vaccinated now. How? By repeating, repeating, repeating the big lie. What's the big lie? Oh. COVID-19 and the vaccine being the final solution as the Savior of the world to get back to a new normal in the world. So, what are you waiting for? Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Vaccinate. I'm so glad you laughed. If we don't laugh, we'll cry, right? Wait, you're not one of those anti-science, anti-vax, conspiracy theorist, tinfoil hat wearing extremists, are you? Oh, you are. Well then, you're a dangerous threat as the enemy, and you're to blame. Just as the Jews were the enemy as a threat to their superior race in that day, so too are the vaccine-resistant fast becoming the enemy as a threat to the human race today. And just as the Jews, as the perceived enemy, had to be exterminated back then, so too will the anti-vaxxers, as the perceived enemy, need to be exterminated now. The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. 
Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.